If you have primary school-aged kids or grandkids, make sure Vision Kids is part of their daily routine. Vision Kids! Vision Kids is a 24-7 online radio stream featuring the ever-popular Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Plus other world-class radio dramas, kids' music and friendly voices. G'day, Vision Kids. Vision Kids is streaming now in the Vision app and online at visionkids.org.au. You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids. Another way we're helping the whole family look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. You and I can be masters of self-delusion. We kind of know that things in our lives aren't quite right, but we ignore them. They're just too hard to think about. So little by little, moment by moment, this one life we have slips away. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take a look at your life from a different perspective. One day, Linus and Charlie Brown are walking along and chatting with one another and Linus says... I don't like to face problems head on. I think the best way to solve problems is to avoid them. In fact, this is a distinct philosophy of mine. No problem is so big or complicated that it can't be run away from. (laughs) We are masters of self-delusion and delay. I know I am. For years, I ploughed along on a track that I was on, wealth and career. I was convinced, absolutely convinced, that I was on the right track. And yet, I always knew that I wasn't. How did I know deep down that I wasn't? There was no satisfaction. There was no joy. There was no contentment. There was no real sense of peace and achievement. But as so many people do, I I ignored all that. I rationalised it. I buried it. I pushed those emotions down and out. I had to be on the right track. I, I just had to be. I'd invested so much of myself in building a career and a big house, it had to be right. But it wasn't. And every now and then, God would send someone along to tell me that. I had to ignore them. I I just had to. We are all masters of delusion and delay. Well, have a look at that today. Because life is no dress rehearsal. It's slipping away moment at a time. And in figuring out whether we're on the right track, We don't have a moment to lose. Now, no man is a total loss. He can always be used as a bad example. And that's what we're going to do today with Governor Felix. He was a man of power and influence. We're going back to a time when Paul the Apostle was arrested for telling people about Jesus. He's taken before Governor Felix in Caesarea. And have a listen to this short passage that records what happened. If if you have a Bible, it's in Acts chapter 24, verses 22 to 27. Felix, who was rather well informed about the way, adjourned the hearing with the comment, When Lysias the Tribune comes down, I will decide your case. Then he ordered the centurion to keep Paul in custody, but to let him have some liberty and not to prevent any of his friends from taking care of his needs. Some days later, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him speaking concerning faith in Christ. And as he discussed justice, self-control and the coming judgment, 
Felix became frightened and said, Go away for the present. When I have an opportunity, then I will send for you. At the same time, Felix hoped that money would be given to him by Paul, and for that reason, he used to send for him very often and converse with him. After two years had passed, Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus, and since he wanted to grant the Jews a favour, Felix left Paul in prison. Now, Felix was well informed about the way, which means he understood what the good news of Jesus Christ was all about. His wife was Jewish. He knew what the whole Jesus thing meant. But he wasn't particularly anti. It's not like he was persecuting people. I mean, Paul was a prisoner. Paul had been dragged up on these charges in front of Felix. But it was okay because Felix said to the centurion, keep him in custody, but let him have some liberty and, and let his friends come and help him. So he wasn't persecuting Paul. Yet he found what Paul was saying, what Paul was talking about, was scary. Paul talked about what? Justice, self-control and coming judgment. And Felix went, wow, that is scary stuff. And send him away. I'll think about that later. I'll, I'll deny it. I'll delude myself. And he did call Paul back over those two years, often, but for all the wrong reasons. Not, not to hear what Paul was talking about, not to wrap his heart around it. He called him back to get money out of him. Aren't we so often like Felix? See, this whole thing about justice and self-control and, and, and judgment. See, justice was something that Felix should have been dispensing as governor. Self-control, well, why would he need any of that? I mean, come on, he's the governor, he can have whatever he wants, and the coming judgment, that is scary stuff. And aren't we so often like Felix? We kind of know that God is God. We're not particularly anti. Lukewarm's a good description, half-baked is another. Ever drunk a lukewarm cup of coffee? You want to spit it out, right? It's terrible. Have you ever eaten a half-baked cake? It's all sloppy and doughy. It's not what it's meant to be. And Felix was rightly frightened. He, he sent Paul away because he, he didn't want to deal with the injustices that were going on. He didn't want to start applying self-control to his life. He didn't want to consider the coming judgment that one day there would be a day of reckoning. No, Felix didn't want to deal with that. He'd just send Paul away time and time and time again. Paul was telling him something. He was saying, Felix, in your heart of hearts, you know that you're on the wrong track. You know there's a price to pay. You know you need to change tracks. Well, there was a price to pay. I mean, when we change tracks, when we leave behind our excesses and our wrongs and our sins, and we say, you know something, I've heard the message of Jesus Christ. I actually want to come and live my life for Jesus. There is a price to pay. Jesus said this, you can read it in Luke chapter 14, verses 27 to 28. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot, cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? And that's what we so often do. We're, we're so committed to the track we're on, the race we're in, when someone challenges us, we go, no, go away. We deny it. We delay it. Felix didn't want to pay the price. He counted the cost okay, and he said, no, 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 I don't want this. Following Jesus, cross, sacrifice, giving something up, maybe giving up wealth or at least our obsession with it. No, 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 I'm not changing races. I'm going to stick with the current race. Better the devil you know, right? Ain't that the truth? But here's where we get it wrong. 
We only count the cost of the change on one side of the ledger. We only count the cost of actually laying down our lives for Jesus. We don't count the cost of doing what we're doing now, of keeping on with this current race, the race that we know deep down isn't right for us, the obsession with wealth or career or family. I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of those things in themselves. They're all good things, but when they've become our masters and we their slaves, there is a cost to that. We sacrifice our lives on the altar of career and money. The cost is enormous. A lifetime dissatisfied, never content, chasing the next thing, never finding what we're looking for, missing out on our kids and friends and wives and husbands because we're so exhausted. Come on. We don't count the cost of those things because we're so used to them. We ignore, we deny, we rationalise. Ah, it's just a dull ache. It's just a nagging sense of mm, something. I, I can't quite put my finger on it. I'll get over it. No, you won't. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We don't count that cost because we have nothing to compare it with. But if we were to sit in the middle of a full, abundant, joyful life with Jesus Christ and look back on the old life, we'd see the cost very clearly. When we get into the grace race, all of a sudden we see the fine clothes that once we boasted in for what they are, dirty, torn rags. I want to encourage you today to count the cost, to sit back, to take a cold, hard look at life. What is it costing you? Is it worth it? Have you noticed just how many people seem to be spending so much of their time and energy talking about asserting their own rights? How prideful and selfish it's all become? What this world truly needs is a good dose of simple, old-fashioned humility. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet, The Incredible Power of Your Humility in a Prideful World. Make no mistake, the Word of God is alive and active, so I'm praying that through this booklet, He'll help you pour the healing love of Jesus out into a world that seems intent on tearing itself apart. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your free booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.